Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. And today I'm really going to uh, pound in this thing about performance. You want your performance to be at a high level, then you need your brain needs to be sitting in the memory of your best moments. That is where your brain performs the best. So the chemical configuration of your best moment in your brain happens to be your most intelligent version and the most creative version of your brain. So how do you get back to that? Well, you have to conjure, consciously conjure the memory, the feeling of your best memory. And it needs to become like a helmet that you always wear through which everything else is seen. And if you don't put this helmet on, it's essentially like riding a bike without a helmet. Uh, eventually, you're going to get, you're going to fall off the bike, and you're going to get very injured because you're exposed. This is a concept that um, the, the concept of exposure. I don't know if it's something I've ever talked about on this series, but it comes about when your your brain is just it's not feeling any particular way. It's just open to feel however the react. It, it's, it's, it's a neutral kind of brain. Now, neutral brain, that's what most people are walking around with a neutral brain. They're walking around like they're, they're not really happy. They're not really sad. They're just kind of like in the middle and a little bit annoyed. And that's kind of like their whole existence. Every once in a while they get happy, but that neutral position of the brain of just in between happiness and sadness is where most people dwell. And that's an exposed state. It's exposed because, well, you know, when you're very sad, right, it's very hard to cheer you up. So when you're very sad, you're not really exposed because you're, you're consumed with your sadness. And so it's, that's why it's very hard for people to get through with, to you with any kind of positive message when you're sad because, as I said, so when you're very, very happy, it's also difficult to bring you down, you know, little things don't bother you as much, you're you're less apt to be annoyed, and that is also a non-exposed state, your mind is not open to whatever direction it gets pushed into, it will resist negative energy in that happy state. And so it's not exposed. It's got like a coverage on it. It's the coverage of happiness. I mean, you could have the coverage of depression, which is actually healthier than the neutral state, which is counterintuitive to today's thoughts. Most people today regard depression as a kind of malady or a disease, whereas the exposed state of neutral brain they think is normal, and they declare that to be normal, but it's not. In fact, it's very abnormal, it's very unhealthy uh, for the human mind to be an exposed state. And the way it's an exposed state is it's... Um, 
it's just not happy or sad. For, for most of its existence, it's not happy or sad. It's just in the middle. So how do you keep your mind in a constantly happy state? Now, people, of course, they, they try all kinds of ways. I mean, and, and alcohol and drugs and, and all those are, are they, they can sometimes help you realize for moments uh, that, you know, you were in a funk before and you were in ex- basically in an exposed state. And, a, you know, an exposed state is like a slightly depressed but not, um, but not like dwelling on it, just very kind of slightly depressed, normal state. It's what most people are walking around in. But this state, um, you're open to all kinds of uh, influence. In the in the um, in the neutral state, uh, somebody can come up to you and be an asshole and turn you into an asshole just like that. Somebody can come in and be very cool to you, very nice, and and you and you'll become like really nice. So you're you're sort of like you'll blend with whatever emotion comes at you, but that's not really where you want to be. You don't want to be susceptible to your you want to be susceptible to somebody else's emotional flare-up at every moment. That's an unhealthy state because then you're just going to be a conduit of negativity when it comes your way. And, yes, you also would be a conduit of positivity too, but there's too many negative forces around to leave yourself just walk around exposed like that. You need to have a helmet of a feeling around your brain. It's almost like a cushion so that anything stimuli that comes through is filtered through that, 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 that sphere of well-being and happiness. But how do you get that? Well, the only way that I've, and, and, you know, I've tried all kinds of drugs. I've tried all kinds of uh, hallucinogens. And nothing works as well as just remembering very intensely your best moment. And because the, the, uh, the human mind is so powerful tool for imagining, it can literally create those chemicals that were present in your brain, once again, just through memory. And they, they fill you, they, they, they form a sheet a psychic sheath around your self so that negativity can't really get through. And it gets, if it does get through, it gets through, like, filtered through, like, very uh, positive vibes. So it's, it, it doesn't really affect you, and it certainly doesn't turn you into a, a, a negative person. And, and that's, an anonic, that's the best way to keep yourself covered. I guess, I don't know, I guess you would call it covered as opposed to exposed. I would, I call it focused. Focused is my name for the state of happiness where your best memory is sort of sitting in, in it's the feeling that you, it's, it's the feeling that you had when you felt the best. Okay, that's breaking down what it is. So that feeling that you had when you felt the best would, is, if you think about it, it makes sense. It would make sense that that feeling 
if you could just put it on like a hat, your performance would improve. Well, guess what? You can put it on like a hat. It just takes mental discipline. It just takes initiative to just do it because every single time you do it, you're giving your um, soul a sort of a bath and you're clearing it out of all the negativity because your soul can, your, your, your being, your mind can only focus on one gestalt imagining at a time. So if you're constantly, consciously requesting it create the gestalt of your best memory every time, then you're going to be flooding your, your, um, your cells with the chemicals of pleasure that came during that moment. So it's, this is something you need to get down. You need to walk around and just do it. When we were children, this is the feeling that we always had. And somewhere along the line, and maybe that's what the Garden of Eden is all about, or at least the, the, the fable of the Garden of Eden, there's this sense of shame that gets placed upon us, maybe by society, by the snake, I don't know, whatever, but we, we become, uh, we forget about our best time. But the kid is naturally always focused on, like, the most fun he's ever had. So he'll think about, like, that that time that he was at that pool party and it was really fun and and he'll just keep thinking about that and it'll just make him feel really good every time he thinks about it and and you'll notice it because if you talk to a kid and they have a really good time and they you know they'll just keep talking about it they'll keep, just keep bringing it up and this is how kids minds work and that's why kids are generally more positive than adults and, and it's usually a trajectory downward of positivity for most people from when they go from a childhood to adulthood. Or mainly they just go from, you know, this kind of bliss, happiness state, or what I call the fifth dimensional state. They go that to the neutral or what I call the exposed state, which is what most adults wander around. Most adults wander around, they're just like copper wires conducting whatever is, is in the vicinity. And it's another form. It's it's sleep, sleepwalking. I mean, there's so many different words for it, and so many people. It's it, it's non-self-awareness. You can't be self-aware in the neutral state because there. First of all, there's the the uh, the idea that there is some um, objective reality. That is sort of I think led us this idea of the neutral state. The neutral state, we believe, is truth. Like, we believe that truth is somewhere between happiness and sadness. Because happiness, we regard as somewhat unrealistic. I don't know why. I mean, that's, that's part of the neutral state, is to believe that. But it's all intertwined. But we look at, we, we suspect, we're, we're suspect of happiness because it's so fleeting in our lives. We become becoming an adult has become synonymous with neutralizing the brain, making sure that it's neither too sad nor too happy, and that is where the mediocrity starts to creep in, 
because there can be nothing superior coming out of that. I mean, there's a lot of depressed people. They do work. They can they can do things very well because it's like the only way they can deal with their depression is if they do these things, these positive things. And then there's people that are like in the bliss state, and they can they do positive things just because it's fun and it's they just like doing it. So, but if you're in the neutral state, you don't do positive things unless somebody's like right next to you doing something positive. Then you might like pick up on it via uh, conductivity, and that's it. But you're never going to take the initiative and do something positive on your own. Why? It's not a. It, it, there's something kind of goofy about it on that level. You just you think that any anybody kind of doing anything that remotely artistic is kind of a goofball. I mean, that's kind of your perspective when you're in the neutral state. Because you certainly aren't going to do it. Like, you're going to watch the TV. In the neutral state, like, all you want to do is entertain yourself because you just feel dull. You feel dull. Notice you don't feel dull when you're sad. You don't feel dull when you're happy. You just feel dull when you're in between sadness and happiness. And all you want to do is liven up that dullness with some kind of sound or distraction, you know, jerk off or whatever the hell it is. In the neutral state, you're extremely horny because all you want to do is, like, fuck your way out of this neutral state. It's very boring. And you're very exposed to the attraction of females because... You're just sitting there like your 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 um, meter is at zero and and you're just picking up you're picking up whatever comes your way. So if you see a hot girl, like you're instantly gonna be like, wow, like uh, you you start losing it actually, you start getting all nervous. But if you're in a bliss state and you see a beautiful woman, you can you first of all you're not as affected by her beauty. You're more, you're more like just chill, and that's actually more reassuring to her because women, they don't like. I mean, I this is just man-woman relations. I'm sure it goes the other way, but women are not going to go for a guy. They don't like guys in the neutral state. Um, they don't like guys who are neither happy nor sad. Uh, I, you know, they're, they're 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 actually they'd rather be with a like a dicky, sad person than a, like, kind of nice, neutral person. And they would, you know, of course, they would always prefer to have, like, a happy, blissful person, but those people are few and far between. Now, what is the secret of the people that... Some people are just naturally that way. Well, they never lost that bliss state that the, that they had as a child. They, they made it through unscathed. Uh, it wasn't beating out of them. They found a clever way to keep it intact. But if you lose it, which, I mean, I I lost it. I lost it big time. And you know you lost it if you, if you just start taking things, like, very seriously and you, you start taking yourself extremely seriously. That's, that's really the, the beginnings of, of really losing it. Because it's the playful state where all genius comes from. 
and the and it's also the bliss state where true you, the age of the sad and depressed genius is has come to an end. There's no there's no longer any wisdom that can be gained out of sadness, and that's the the real news that I want to bring to you because. Though we've seen and though you may have looked at, there's people that have been very sad and they've come up with some very good pieces of work out of that sadness. There's a certain amount of disease encased within the art itself that we, we really don't want to start indulging ourselves in. And you don't want to use that as an excuse to indulge in your own depression and sadness because... You have a responsibility, you have a moral responsibility to maintain your own happiness. And it's, if you're sitting there in the neutral state, you're part of the problem. Because you're just going to go with whatever flow. You're not going to be able to resist the negativity. And it will, and, and some people really, they get dragged down into hell by being overly neutral. And, and not tending to their mind and making sure that their mind, you should be looking at your mind and be like, do I feel good? Do I feel happy? Okay? And now, you can't make yourself happy in the moment all the time. The only way you can do it is with your mind. Now, this is the only way that I've figured out how to do it with the best memory, but there must be other ways. Maybe you could think of some future vision that you're going, that you're, that you like, that you envision yourself being in. Maybe that gives you pleasure. But there's nothing like the past because you were there and you remember it and you can remember all the smells and sounds and you can conjure this chemical bath of pleasure to to act as a barrier and to act as a shield so that you're no longer exposed. Anyway, I hope that made some sense. I will uh, try to expand on this in further lectures. Thank you for listening. This is Lectures of Fallen Wisdom, or Letters of Fallen Wisdom, whatever you want to call it. Thanks for listening. Wait, there's more. Yes. Now, what I wanted to finally get into was the how you should be once you get down this this best memory feeling. Once you can just kind of conjure it in your mind and get the feeling instantly, then you're going to want to just practice like putting it back on and off on and off but keeping it on trying to keep it on for as long as possible you start with the stopwatch you try to go 15 seconds then you go 30 then you go a minute then you try to go you build yourself up to a day a week you know and you're just this is where your your mind is going to rest on of course you can contemplate other things but and you will, and there will be some tragic things that occur, but every, every single time your mind is not occupied, it must go back to, to thinking about your best memory. And, and that whenever you're engaged in some kind of uh, distraction or entertainment or anything, 
or you're doing anything that requires concentration, you need to be dual focused. Uh, you need to be focused on what you're doing and focused on your best memories, your, the feelings that your best memories brought you. Because those two things together will create magic, absolute magic mind. So you can keep going all, you know, I, a lot of people are like, oh, don't watch so much TV, don't do all this. I feel like you can do anything you want. Uh, you just have to make sure that there's a bliss behind it. Okay, now, I don't know how to manufacture bliss. Some people can just look at the sky and get bliss. I, I have to go back to some time that I felt bliss. And, and then I can conjure it. But maybe I'm just, I'm a method actor like that. But uh, some people, you know, they can just bring it on. And maybe I'll get better at that as I, and maybe that's the idea is that as you, just put on that feeling, you begin to be able to do it without having to even conjure the memory anymore. You can just be like, give me that happy feeling and you get it. But you should be, it should be uh, on at all times, no matter what you're doing. And no matter what you're, you're engaged in, no matter how you're focused, it should always be in the back of your mind. And it's because that is going to affect your performance more than anything else. That is going to be the thing that's going to keep you confident, it's going to keep you uh, relaxed, and it's going to keep you focused. So that's it.